I have no idea how you found this show, but I'm glad that you did. Hey, I'm John Hicks. Join me and my band of crazies today on the Retirement Solution Podcast. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. This is a retirement podcast, yes, but it's not like any other financial show that you're listening to. So if you like us, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. You can always weigh in with your questions, too, at retirementsolutionradio.com. Sometimes I struggle not to laugh as we just come into the studio here, John. I will give you this. Someone asked me recently, is he really as funny as he seems in person? And I said, Absolutely Actually, not. no, funnier, <laughs> funnier. Gosh, we laugh a lot off the air. <laughs> well, it's, the, it's the only thing that keeps finances halfway, you know, tolerable. Right. Is if you can add some humor to it from time to time. Yes. And you got to yeah. laugh at life right now, too, I think. If, you, if we don't laugh right now... I, I don't know what else we'll do. Cry, drink more bourbon, well, something. You know, right? I've been trying to think, how am I, am I going to get back on my workout schedule, right? Mm-hmm. I talked a couple of years ago, I was going to climb a mountain. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, but then I realized the only mountain I've been climbing are those bush light mountains or those Coors light mountains, <laughs> it seems like. And I don't drink either of those. Just I have, I have better taste. Guys, hey, listen, I have be- slightly better taste than that to you me. You do. You do. But, but the idea, though, is, is that I can't find a proper workout plan that fits into my life. So laughing... Laughing supposedly burns more calories per hour than almost anything else that you can do. Yeah. So I just try to laugh more. Laugh more. It works like, the abs. I'm working out right now. You're going to have a six pack soon <laughs> if you keep laughing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we know that life gets serious right now. A lot of the issues out there are serious. And we talk about that too here every weekend on the Retirement Solution. And One of the things we can't ignore right now is the price you're paying when you pull up to that gas pump. Are you sick of these gas prices? I definitely see it when it comes to my work. I'm spending like $140 a week on gas. And then people wonder why everything costs so much. Gas is just getting outrageous. I would love to do some road trips, but haven't had that opportunity in my schedule. So in a way, it hasn't really changed my habits too much, although I definitely have cringed at the side of the numbers going up. I don't even really look at the price when I'm at the pump, but I drive a really fuel-efficient vehicle, so, I mean, it's not really that important to me. It definitely makes me take a second look at how I'm getting from place to place, how often, and it definitely makes me want to plan out my day, my week, a bit better. At $5 a gallon, I'm done. I'm riding the bike. So there's a workout plan for you, John. Just start biking Just everywhere, bike. right? I know, ride yeah. the bike. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No. Um, my kids would never get to school or ever be picked up. They'd never... Hey, now that I'm saying this, maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe maybe, maybe we just need to get them to carpool with someone else. And when, I, when it's my turn, I'm like, hey, I got the 10-speed. Sorry, guys. Sorry I'm out this week. Sorry. Not that's not a bad idea. Right? I might, yeah. I might could get that. you out of a few things. But how much is it to fill up the swagger wagon these days? Oh, see, let's see. Uh... I, it's about fifty bucks, fifty five dollars. Okay. The last time we we recently came back from a, a soccer tournament in Indianapolis, and um, and I, but I think getting there and coming back was pretty much a full tank. I think it's like fifty four bucks. Yeah. So I mean, it's like three dollars and almost three seventy a gallon. Yeah. So when you kind of look at that, you know, prices are a lot higher than they used to be. And even a year ago, you know. Uh, oh, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, it is a little crazy right now. I'm hearing a lot of people gripe about this, but I'm wondering, John, if we can maybe step back and take a look at this and say, all right, how could I be making money off of this? Is, oh. As investors, I mean, is there an opportunity here perhaps? 
Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's one of the things that we're always looking at. If if someone can find and understand the kind of the trends that are shaping things, they can potentially make money on it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many of us out here we've been talking to our kids or our grandkids. For me, you know, my children, they love and they're fascinated with a couple things that are on their electronic apparatuses, if you will. (laughs) So one of the things they introduced me to was this company called Roblox. Okay. And what this is, is it's kind of like, I don't know what you'd even call it, but they get to pretend like there's someone else in this fictitious world Mm -hmm. and they get to play these games. Believe it or not, because of that, I thought, well, when it came public, I was going to get a little, a few shares of that. Uh Well, that's up 25%. Since I got that. No, that's just because I was aware of something because I know my kids spend a lot of money on that. But you're thinking if they're spending money on it, how many other families are doing the same, right? And that's been exactly the same way. And this is very similar to what Warren Buffett used to talk about. He said, hey, if you see a trend, if you see something that's about to change things, hey, maybe that's something to consider investing in. You know, sometimes seeing those trends, being aware of those trends, it can actually be a pretty good investment idea for some of our play money. Or some of our, what is it uh, that uh, Jim Cramer calls it, our mad money, right? <laughs> yeah. So in a lot of our portfolios this year, we've seen uh, that, that oil prices look like they were going to continue to go up and go up and go up. And they have, have they not? Oh, of sure. Course. Yeah. And if you look at some of the things that we could have invested in, even if you just took one of the lowest cost, just energy exchange traded funds out there. Now, what's an exchange traded fund? Well, it's just a really inexpensive mutual fund that's passively invested. So it basically means you're not paying some crazy fund manager gobs of money to do very little. Mm-hmm. So so we have actually used that. So the one that we typically use is run by a BlackRock, but they have them at Vanguard. They have them at all these places. But if you had invested in an energy exchange traded fund at the beginning of the year, you'd be up like 33 to 38% on the year. Wow, not now, bad. Why, why am I mentioning that? Because can all of us get those type of returns today? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But the point is, if you saw, man, these gas prices keep going up, keep going up, keep going up, If you had invested because you saw that as being a trend, you could have done pretty good. Same thing, Jennifer, when it comes to interest rates, believe it or not. Hmm. And I've had so many people say, well, John, so what if interest rates go? How do you bet on interest rates? Oh, there are so many ways to make investments in interest rates, right, guys? So number one, if we expect that there's going to be a higher amount of inflation, we can invest in things that are inflation protected. Some of these could be, let's say, TIPS, which are Treasury Inflated Protection Securities. Okay. So all that means is that you get government treasuries, which are often considered pretty safe. Mm -hmm. Now, they can be volatile depending on how you invest in them, which is why you want a fiduciary to help guide you through it. But if you have them in inflation protected, every time that interest rates rise, you can potentially make a little bit of extra money and get a higher payment on your investment. See, that makes a ton of sense. And so if we've been looking, guys, over this whole year about what interest rates are expected to do and what inflation has been doing, would it have served us pretty well in having inflation-protected investments? Yes. Yes, it would. Would this also tell us how to get rid of some dead money in our portfolio, Jennifer? Mm -hmm. Yes, Yes, it also would. Because this is something that you've heard me talking about the past couple months, and I'm going to talk about a lot more because it's a big deal. I see unbelievable amounts of people having all kinds of dead money in their portfolios. Now, what do I mean by dead money? I mean money that you have at the bank in CDs or money you have in money market or savings accounts because we're very nervous, right? We're nervous about the economy. We're nervous about the stock market. We're nervous about these things or 
we sold something and we just don't know what to put it in. So it's sitting in all these cash accounts. Well, guys, if inflation is going to run at four, four and a half, of course, recently, five and a half percent, that is not only dead money, it's losing us. It's losing us money right. every single year. Yeah. How can we keep up with that? Well, treasury inflation protected securities could be something, but there's all kinds of other things that we can do, but we want it to fit with our investment needs. It's not about buying a product. It's about finding a way to get rid of that dead money in our portfolio. Another thing that Jennifer, we've been saying, and this is kind of where I was going with that, bonds might be the worst part of our portfolio when it comes to our retirement savings. The worst? Because well, I you could, we were supposed to be safer, right? Well, that's the idea. The yeah. idea is that as we get older, we should potentially have more money in bonds because they're considered safer. Well, since 1981, interest rates have gradually fallen and fallen and fallen and fallen all the way to where they were basically at zero. So we have actually made more money in our bonds over the past 20 something, almost 30 years than we may ever make again, at least in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. So if you look at that, what we really need to look at is what happens if interest rates continually move up from this point in time. And guys, they don't have to move up a ton. Just a little bit. If you look at the average bond fund in your 401k or your IRA, there's a good chance if it's just a normal, regular, highly used bond fund by Fidelity or American Funds or even Vanguard, this past year, you've probably lost somewhere between 3 and 9% of your principal. Oh, wow. That much? Like, yeah, and, and interest rates have not even moved up that much. So when you kind of look at the things going on in our economy, we were talking earlier about trends, seeing trends. Can we make money on trends? Yes, we can. If you think that interest rates are probably going to start shifting upward and not go down lower, you need to find those opportunities. In our office, we can replace dead money assets like money markets and CDs and not attractive bonds right now. We can typically replace that with something equally as safe, if not safer, they can earn us between 4 and 6% on that money. All right. So at least closer to that inflation rate that we're That's seeing That's the whole right idea. Now. Yeah. Because if we can get the average and get closer to that inflation rate, then guys, it's no longer dead money. Mm -hmm. Now, it may not be making us a fortune, but it's a lot worse if we lost something there. So if you don't have a plan for your dead money, guys, my thought is the government does. Because yeah. this inflation is going to eat away that purchasing power for years and years. Like what you hear? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. And thanks for listening to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Jay Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Jay Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 99882. 